Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. It is good to be back. In the Infinity Studios, you know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And I can honestly say, across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up in front of your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Snuggle Jennings, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Suckerfish Sav, a.k.a. Scotty Scorp. What's going on? Scotty Scorp? Really? Yeah. Scotty Scorp. Yeah, I, you know, man, <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet. It's just that I'm always blown away. They just keep coming, man. It's like a never ending cavalcade of nicknames. Every time I think the wells run dry, you fire another one off and I'm just like, where in the hell did he pull that one out of? God damn, Savage. That, uh, that uh, emanated uh, from a conversation at work where uh, several people mm-hmm. of... Uh, in my general circle mm-hmm. are had birthdays within mine. Yeah. We're all Scorpios. Okay, got you, so got we're you. talking about the scorpion and, and, and you know, the different uh, signs and, right, right, you right. know, the, the things that, you know, is it is it bullshit? Is it real? Is some of the stuff, you know, accurate? Sure. You know, like, I'll see something, I'll be like, yeah, that's not really me. And then I'll see something that they write that Scorpios do or somebody won't like about Scorpios. And I'll be like, shit, like 11 of those things are me, dude. (laughs) Dead on me, you know? So uh, I was like, I'll tell you what, man. If I look at all the things, the the, the signs, I mean, being a Scorpio is pretty badass. Yeah, it's a a cool one. I don't fuck with a Scorpion. No, hell no, dude. That's why I always like... Libra is the because you and I both have October birthdays, but I'm early October, you're late October, so I hit that. I'm on that Libra, and it's that that's the scales. The Libra is the scales, which just isn't cool. So as a kid, I never really claimed that. But in the Chinese New Year, my Chinese New Year, I'm the I'm the sign uh, the year I was born in the year of the dragon. No, excuse me, the tiger. 
So I was always like as a kid, yo, born in the year of the tiger, baby. Let's not talk about those scales over there. Them wussy little, uh, you know, prim, prima donna scales. I don't want to get into all that, but I'm a tiger, baby. Tiger style. I was always like into that shit big time. I thought that was so cool. So cool. And my dad used to like to mess with me. No, no, that's a misprint. That, that, that That's not right. Like, what do you mean that's not right? You weren't born in the year of the tiger. What are you talking about? It says right here. No, no, that's a misprint. He used to, oh, he used to piss me off. And he was lying, but he just loved to mess with me. He's like, you were born in the year of the wuss. That's what he would tell me. I go, what? No, it says right here on my menu, the napkin. You know, they give you the placemats at the Chinese restaurant and tell you the years when you were born and what you were. But no, it says tiger right here. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what it says. Misprint. Year of the wuss. What the hell is a wuss? I still to this day. It doesn't sound good. And I, oh, man. I'd get heated and go through the roof on that. It's tiger, baby. Tiger style, you know. But yeah, man. So um, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Uh, anniversary uh, givings are in order. We are officially now. This is season four, episode one. We wrapped our third year of recording the 209 Till Infinity podcast at the end of October. And thanks to stupid old dumbass COVID. Stupid dumb COVID. Uh, yeah, we weren't able to have a big celebration episode. Generally, when we celebrate, we bring in a guest or multiple guests, or we have some kind of a special topic, some kind of a special guest, some way to to celebrate the ending of another year. And because you and I were relegated to recording via FaceTime, we weren't able to do that. So let me be the first to say, now that we are face-to-face, congratulations, happy anniversary, and I'm so stoked to be back here in Sirius, California, in the studio for season four, episode one. What a fitting uh, episode to come back on, man. Uh, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, this was... Uh, this was. Uh, and do you have any idea what a wuss is? Just curious. Well, I've been working one, <laughs> working with one apparently for four years. Yeah, so. that's it. We're on season four, episode one. You just found... I just learned about Scotty Scorp. And you just learned I was born in the year of the wuss. Yeah. According to my father. Yeah. Somewhere oh, he's chuckling right now. He's, he's a he's a uh, man of the Lord. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling him he's wrong. No, absolutely not, man. I just it just doesn't sound good, man. Uh, well, I'll tell you this, man. Um, one of the things that that you know we were just kind of and and I don't I don't want to take, don't take this term the wrong way. Going through the motions. Right, right, right. Because uh, I think when you say going through the motions, it kind of has a negative connotation. That sure. You're, that you're just phoning there, it in, phoning it in, going yeah, yeah. through the motions. You know, just going through the motions, man. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I'm here, I'm here, so I don't get fined. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and uh, and that's not what I mean by, but like just kind of doing what we do. Yeah. And then at some point, like as if you've been listening, you know, the last. Uh, Pretty much six months for me have been just take my life. My life was like a fucking snow globe. Right. You know, just that's the shaking sound, by the way. Yes. Yes. Or shake weight, you know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're Billy Blanks, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Uh, but uh, just just all over the place. And so kind of going through the stuff and going through the motions and, 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 and doing what we do. And then it was literally like a week or so ago. And I was like, I when I put the episode in and I said episode 53 and I was like it's not 53 weeks in a year oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah whoops hello and so I was like damn we're already done with the season and then it, and, and it kind of got me to the point where I was like well 
given everything that's going on and everything, you know, it's not really a good place, like, like, to try to set something up. When we did episode season two, like we, you know, we were, we had like multiple listeners, like we have, we have lots of listeners, but I mean, like, we had people who were like, it was pre-COVID. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and sure so, was. like, yeah. the, the, the landscape was different. Yes, And absolutely. then everything went haywire. Yes. You know, with 2020 and then COVID and then, like, it just, it's still here. And then the, the world was crazy. A lot of things have changed. So, the thing, I, I knew we weren't going to have, like, this massive celebration to j- jump off season four. But I thought that it would kind of be fitting... To just kind of reflect a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like where we've come from and where we're at and what we've been like. And I wrote down a little couple notes and just like, first and foremost, and this might sound uh, uh, deep, if you will, but uh, if you, if you don't, like, if you've heard the phrase, you know what I mean. You, you don't know. You don't know what you have till it's gone, or uh, yes, time flies, or oh, all these things, right? All those cliches. All the yes. cliches, things, right? All the all the fortune cookie things. Yes. It is insane to me that we're starting our fourth year. Yeah. It Crazy. doesn't feel like it. No. It is insane to me. Insane to me, how much our lives have changed from that first day we sat down in the kitchen and tried to record. Yes. iPod World. Yes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Big, like yeah. the difference between that day in the kitchen, yeah. in the cavernous kitchen. <laughs> yes. Yes. To, to where we're at now, that the way our lives have changed, the way things have changed, the way that the world has changed. Yeah. It's mind blowing to me when you think about. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> There it is. He's done. Yeah. Uh, so it just it blows me away the fact that this is kind of just how time don't take it for granted. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. my I, I like short sample size, right? My life is so different now than it was six months ago. A hundred percent. Or yeah. six and a half months ago, yeah. right? Yeah. Six and a half, seven months ago, had a different job. Yeah. Right? Yep. Obviously, the stuff with my dad. Right. Right? Now, you know, my dad passed. Totally different career. Right. I'm hanging out with a new set of people. Right. Because I'm not around my old work folks as much. Right. Yeah. Right? So, with that comes changes. Yeah. My life is different because now I'm commuting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, so, like, all of this stuff is kind of, kind of, uh, and that's just in a six-month vacuum. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look at your year vacuum. Yeah. Crazy, man. It's- and it's just time is crazy, and it's just... Don't take it for granted. No, I think we talked about it on the last episode. You said uh, it, it's a very simple statement, but it's so true. You never know. <laughs> you never know. And it's the truth, man. It's like, if you'd have told... If somebody would have come up to us four years ago when we were sitting in the kitchen, gearing up for that first episode, hey, enjoy this while you can, because pretty soon there's going to be a national pandemic, a worldwide pandemic, excuse me, not just national, just worldwide pandemic that's going to completely lock 
lock everything down. You're not going to be able to go to the gym. You're not going to be able to go to a restaurant. You're not going to be able to get together with your family. And you sure as hell aren't going to be able to get together and do what you're doing right now. So enjoy it. I'd have looked at that person and be like, get the fuck out of here. God, who, who let this kook in? You know, like that's just sounds like something made up, like from a movie. It, it, it absolutely does. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's from the movie Outbreak. Yes, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and over the last three plus years, we've talked about how life emulates the movies and it's kind of yes. scary. Yeah, it can be. Yes. It, it, it yeah. very much puts me, I, I off multiple times during any given month. I feel like shit doesn't make sense and I'm in the Truman Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this I I have to be getting punked. Somewhere somebody somebody's directing this. You. Somebody's yeah. directing this. There's, there's no way that this happened. Yeah. Yeah. You man. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like something random will totally come up and then 2 days later I'll see it. Yeah. And I'll be like come on. Yep. Come on director. <laughs> You're in the fishbowl and somebody's tapping yeah. on the glass. Fuck you Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Right. Yeah. Like and 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 I, and I mean that like and, and and I and I'm not I didn't the plan wasn't to get all deep into this right but like I'll tell you one of the things if you want to do something or if you're thinking about doing something mm -hmm. do it yeah because you never know no it's the truth man it's it's such a simple phrase such a simple statement but it is absolutely true and I think on the last episode we were equating it to concerts. Because I talked about the Chronic Tour came around and I was like, just assuming that, well, Dr. Dre's never going to stop making music and touring. That's just something that's going to happen because he's incredibly successful and makes money. Lots of it. Well, yeah, when you're incredibly successful and you make a lot of money, artists don't like to tour. If they don't have to, they don't want to. So guess what? Never got another Dr. Dre tour ever again. And then it would have been difficult, but I would have been able to scrounge up the money for a ticket to that concert when it came to Arco Arena. I didn't. And I regretted it. And that's when you said, let me tell you what somebody told me. You never know. And it's it's just so true. At any given day, anytime you walk out your front door, your life can change like that. Like that. I mean, most accidents happen. Most crazy things happen. Like within a span of, they say, like, I think five miles from your home. So, I mean, you just never know. You can't take anything for granted. So the fact that we're here right now and I'm back in this studio and we're doing this, the fact that you just said, what the last episode was episode 53 that's just 53 for season three that's insane to me dude that we're averaging 50 plus i think at one point i remember i asked what are we at man like 40 50 episodes you're like dude we're at like 200 dude i was just like whoa dude that's crazy to me because you know why it doesn't feel like that because it's just two friends sitting down and having a conversation about shit we're passionate about man and we're now approaching doing this for four years and it is uh, when you talk about it like that when you talk about think back to that first day in the kitchen in the echoey kitchen where we're sharing Cavernous. sharing one microphone plugged into your laptop and i kick it off by what up what up what up ipod world what up uh as cheesy as we as that was and as cringy as that is to me and i, I i've never gone back and completely listened to that episode since the first time because it's cringeworthy i can't tell you how many people um i think we hooked though with that episode that were like oh man i remember going to carl's jr in sacramento and getting the western bacon cheeseburger and going to the warehouse and getting cds and how crazy it was it was a, an adventure to just to go to tower records like as much as i cringe at that episode 
we don't get where we are without that episode that episode that's the flagship episode that really kind of put our stamp on who we are as people and really explained who we were better than anything and it, it you know we, we did it as a two-parter i don't know it, it, it just stops like <laughs> we didn't say like by the way this is a two-part episode so we're gonna check out tune back in to hear the rest next week we were just like peace it just goes click and stops like there's no <laughs> i'd like to say that was an ode to al pacino in the movies because uh-huh. in the movies he never said he just hangs up okay like he'll be like what it what the forensics say click yeah <laughs> he'll be like well it looks like the blood spatter is from a tech nine and they believe this is happening click yeah <laughs> all right i guess he's done he got he got the information he needed and he's out yeah he's al pacino it works for him that's i remember that was one of my wife's critiques she's like you know when it ends you might want to sign off just kind of let people know because i don't i didn't quite understand what was going on she's like you ought to have a set way that you come in and a set way that you go out and i'm like genius right there. <laughs> wait so you're saying that we should have an intro and an outro so people know what's going on <laughs> genius yeah absolute genius and we've been doing it ever since man oh so to get back to my point what i was yeah. gonna say sorry i got distracted uh you, you brought up uh an amazing point so when you're talking about the dr dre and the episode thing right yeah and i know this is gonna be deep yeah, so yeah. i apologize no, in deep. advance that's man. all it's all good it's year four let's do it two things man that like make me on a daily basis like if you want to do something do it yes right life is short you say that shit all the time right i told you that very important person in my life is like you never know right And, and and to me like she's amazing because she has that mentality i don't think people have that mentality enough right and i think that that it's important to me you don't know right right uh one of the things that I had told myself I wanted to do mm-hmm. that I no longer have the chance to do is I have, we or I have this setup where I can sit down and I have microphone to somebody and I can talk to them. Right. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a podcast. I could just record something. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to do is I wanted to sit my dad down. Yeah. And have a discussion with him because I don't know. Mm. I, I think you remember before my grandma passed away. When we found out that she had cancer, me and my sister went down to see her all the way down in Tehachapi, mm-hmm. like the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yes. Because they were like, oh, they, they say she's got six months. Me and my sister were like, I don't want to chance it. We went down, we spent the weekend with her. We took her to breakfast. We sat down, we looked at photos, we talked about stuff. It was probably my favorite two days I ever spent with my grandma in my life. So grateful I did that. Now I had a lot of things that I spent and obviously with my dad, but I, it made me go, I want to I want to sit down with with uh, my dad, put him behind the microphone, and just talk. Right, right. That'd be yeah. amazing to be able to have and, and archive and, that, uh, archive it, it and take it back. You know what yeah. I mean? And in uh, not this is not my fault. COVID changed a lot of stuff. Sure, right. Of the course. last two years have just been yeah. so hard, and especially when you're talking about we're at the age where our parents are fragile, mm-hmm. and. We had to be extra careful. We can't be we can't be outlaws going out without masks and, and right. avoiding state mandates. Right. With them involved. Oh no. You and me will probably be okay. Yeah, yeah. But like we're talking about 60, 70 plus year old you know, people who yeah, we yeah. love. 
We can't. We you, you'd be irresponsible in a jackass. Hundred oh, percent. I couldn't go see my parents until I was vaccinated. Like I, I just, it, my dad's pre-existing conditions. It just, it just wasn't worth it. My dad is now triple vaccinated. He's like, I just got my triple, my third booster and a flu shot. He's like, I'm bulletproof, baby. He's like, he's, I was like, get it, pops. Get it. Love you, man. Get it, man. I love to see it. Also, you're not. So stop it. Yeah. <laughs> he's feeling pretty hey, good. Though. I love you. I would never disrespect you. Also, with all due respect, knock it off. I do. Because I go back in your bubble. I <laughs> called him on his birthday because I had seen him Sunday. And then I came down with COVID with that Wednesday. And I called him. I'm like, happy birthday, dad. Love you. Look, how are you, man? You did did you get a sniffle, a sneeze, anything, stomach ache, anything? Are you okay? And he's like, nothing, man. I feel great. I'm good. It's like, thank God. You know, this was one thing. It was bad enough that my wife got it. You know, we were in the same house. But the fact that I visited with him and with all his pre-existing conditions, I know what that could do to him. Because I know I was vaccinated and I know how sick I got, you know? And and what everybody said. Yeah, the vaccine's not a cure. It's just going to keep you from dying or going in the hospital, basically. And I still got it was. A, it makes it less worse. Yeah, it was just a really. I got a really nasty cold for about four or five days. I was on the couch and just you know nursing a really nasty cold and a light fever. So I don't want to know like what that could do to my father. Like, but he's taking all the precautions and doing everything he's got to do. And but you're absolutely right, man. It ain't worth it. And and and, and so the first one was the dad thing, right? Yeah. That's something I wanted to do. Didn't get a chance to, right? Right. The second thing that was like a you know think like we talk about things happen and it's like it's not meant for that, but you're able to take it as a reminder or or a wake up call or something like that. Right. Uh for whatever reason, the last three weeks of traffic have been atrocious. Mm, mm-hmm. Traffic has been awful the mm. last three weeks okay for five months it was pretty good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there was a couple bad days you know accidents happen things like that. sure of course it's gonna happen especially when you're driving you know 40 minutes to work every day it's gonna happen yeah but the on average the last three weeks have been atrocious to and coming mm-hmm. coming and going uh it was my birthday week Two and coming. I two, like that. <laughs> two and coming home. Coming home. I like. I knew what you meant, but I. I just going like the way that, to and returning. I like how it sounded. Uh, Proceed. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Monday before my birthday. Uh huh. Awful, awful traffic. I left my house at normal time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was in the car almost two hours. It was also right when the um, what we had that atmospheric river. Yeah. Where like just rain yeah, insanely yeah, yeah. for a day and a half. Yep. Which was great for the state. We absolutely yes. needed the rain. Yeah, we sure do. But uh if you're not from California, you're listening, if you don't know this, and I don't know if you're from other states, but uh when it rains in California, when there's like uh extra like moisture in the air, there's a certain p- portion of the population who f- forget how to think, like normal human yeah, beings and right. drive. So like uh the just the traffic and the, the roadways become terrible. Anyway, uh I'm always the kind of person, like, when I get caught in traffic, I'm laid back, I'm relaxed, I got my music, I got whatever, I'm yeah. chilling, right. it could be a lot worse, and I promise that whatever the reason that I'm being delayed, they're having a much worse day than me. Sure. Monday the 25th, atmospheric river, the roads are terrible, um, driving, just nasty. Right. I've been in the car like an hour and 20 minutes already. Mm-hmm. It takes me 40 minutes to get to work. So I'm already, what was that? 
40 minutes long double double time right, right. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traffic is just crazy, and then I see us re them rerouting everybody off the freeway, which is never good. No. So they're rerouting us off the freeway at Mariposa Road, which is maybe two miles before my the crosstown freeway exit that I go to go to work, and uh, you know they've got um, CHPs and fire trucks blocking the freeway, and it's like. I don't know if you've ever seen like when there's nobody on the freeway or what, when you see the movie scenes and like, yes. you know, Times Square and there's nobody there. Yeah, like It's they, like fucking eerie as shit. Yeah, they like time traveled and went somewhere where there's nothing or yeah. it's a zombie apocalypse or an earthquake or something. So, yeah. so I'm sitting there and they got the freeway blocked off and there's like a stretch where you can see probably a good half mile of freeway. Mm. Nothing, nobody there, right? Mm -hmm. There's a corner van. There's a gurney, mm. two people, somebody on the gurney, blanket covering them. Ah, shit. Obviously, somebody yeah. passed away right. from an accident. You could see the car wreckage on the side, right? And, like, they're probably, I don't know, three, 400 feet from the van, so they're yeah. rolling towards the van. Right. And it was dark. Not dark, but, like, gray because mm -hmm. of the rain and all of that stuff sure and it was just kind of eerie as fuck yeah right and i'm like and i've like i said i'm always that guy that's like somebody's having a much worse day than me right yeah but it really kind of put that into perspective for me like obviously uh rest in peace to whoever that was regardless of what happened like that's terrible but that person i guarantee didn't wake up and was like well this is it yeah no of course not right just another day heading to the office or whatever, wherever they were going. Right. Yeah, like yeah. I tell my boys, I tell my family, I tell my friends all the time. Like they know you. Like you call, oh you nasty up right now, yo. Does Scott love you? Does he got your back? He knows. Mm -hmm. If you ask Bill randomly, does Scott love you? Does he got your back? You know. Absolutely, hundred percent. Right? Take yeah. hey, tell the people, man. You know what I mean? Because of that. So like, those are the two things that kind of was like, man. You never know. Yes. A and yeah. B. If you want to do something, do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying be irresponsible. Right? If, if you work at, uh, you know, if you work at a Safeway and yeah. you make $41,000, do not go buy a McLaren. Yeah, no. Yeah. Scott said do it. Savage <laughs> said do it. Live your life. But you know what I mean? Like, within reason, man. If yes. you want to you want to go on a special trip, then plan it. Do it. Yeah. Right? You want something that you've always wanted your entire life and you can f afford it without hurting yourself? Do it. Right. You know, so it just it's just one of those things that when I when I look back at, I was thinking about this today. Uh, sorry, ladies, but when I was in the shower, <laughs> Savage's shower thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about how I wanted to talk about this and this is kind of like a little bit what we do on the new year's episode right because we reflect back on our year yeah but i thought this was a good opportunity because we're starting a new season and guess what you know what happened in season three yeah fucking everything went haywire yes it certainly did hey fucking wire yeah like when i nothing nothing went as I, we planned no not one thing went as we planned for me in the last year no right no now did some things work out absolutely yeah i had goals right i wanted to i wanted to get another job yeah and i did it and yes, i'm did. so fucking happy i did and yeah. I, i'm so like beyond blessed and happy and it, it worked out so far fantastic right but 
when I look at the year, man, it's crazy. And 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 and, and the the episode or the the podcast is rolled into that because that's a huge part of my life. Right. And I look back at what we wanted to accomplish, and we couldn't do anything. Right. It was we were distracted. We were uh, we were like every time we were like, all right, it was this. This is the analogy that I get, man. Every single time when we were like, all right, man, let's do this. Let's get this going. Let's do this. It's like you're in that traffic and freeway, and then you finally start to go right. You're going like, all right, man. You, you get up to like five miles, ten out miles an hour, twenty miles, twenty five. Okay, we're starting to go now. Things are starting to clear up, and then all of a sudden breaks. Yeah, that was it. Like that was the yeah. year to yeah. me. Like, yeah. stop, stop, creep, creep, stop, stop, creep. All right, man. Finally, here we go. Er, hold on. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pump your brakes there, Turbo. Yeah. It, it, uh, that's what I think of when I think of the year, and that is yeah. the podcast. It's my life. It's probably. I know it's your life. Yeah. Every time that you think something is right about to go better, COVID, or right, yeah, drama. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you'd have told me in 2020, as we came out of the quarantine and started to open back up and I went all of 2020, literally, dude, I told my wife, I said, this is the first time I've been sick, not just since we've been locked down. I have been with Aborn Powers, my company, for two and a half years. Uh, and I've never used a sick day. And in the four years I worked for ServPro, I think I used two sick days. I said, I couldn't even tell you the last time I was sick. So yeah, if you would have told me in 2020 that we'd be almost at the end of 2021 and I'd have COVID, that would have been another thing. Hey man, you and your wife are gonna have COVID like rolling into November of 2021. I'd have been like, fuck you again. Like, no way, dude, it's gonna be over at that point, right? We're gonna be good. <clears throat> Wrong, you just don't know, man. Here we are now with new variants and new strains and it's turning out that COVID's just going to be like the flu. And from what I'm hearing is, is we're going to get a shot every year or, you know, they're going to ask you to, you don't have to apparently. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like, you get your COVID shot the same time you get your flu shot every year. I, I you know, the number one phrase, I think I said this last year or so. What? You got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I believe it, man. I believe it. Like, like so many times, like yeah. I either said it or I thought it to myself. God, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I did say it was one surprise after another, and and I guess the word surprise probably isn't good because normally, sometimes surprises can be positive. <laughs> but uh, wasn't a lot of positive surprises. It was uh, just a lot of life changing, life altering moments all the way around from things with my kids to illnesses to family members passing to career changes career changes are positive sometimes they can be scary as fuck though and we've talked about that that's some scary shit man i so yeah yeah um what a ride man what an absolute crazy whirlwind ride we've been on like i told people on social media i go thanks for supporting us uh it's been a crazy ride, but we're going to keep rolling this 209 till Infinity podcast until the wheels fall off, you know? And, and that's 100% it. I, I just feel blessed that despite all the bullshit, we've been able to carry on and do it. Do you want to know what I tell myself and I've been telling myself for the last year? What's that? You ready? Yes. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Nope. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are. It will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Mm. You, me, 
or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much can you take and keep moving forward? That's how winning is done. Mm. Spoken by the great philosopher Rocky Balboa. I believe it was the great philosopher uh, Rocky Balboa of <laughs> South Philadelphia. Yes, correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Strongest could, Avenger. <laughs> if I could quote the Mac of the Year, Mr. Too Short, I would say, Life is too short. Would you agree? While I'm living my life, don't mess with me. It's been a long time, baby, since I first got down, and I still keep making those funky sounds. Thank you. Thank you mm -hmm, very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Mr. Too Short, Pimp of the Year, getting it. Mr. Freaky Tales. Yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, life mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. definitely too short, man. So live it up. Like you said, you never know. You never know. So just enjoy it. Hold everything dear that you got. Hold it close. Hold it tight and appreciate it, man. Embrace it, be, it, man. It can be gone like that. Hey, if you love somebody, tell them. Yes. If you care about somebody, let them know. Yes. Right? I don't want to ever, ever feel like somebody that I care about doesn't know that Absolutely. they do. You know what I mean? I try to end every text or every phone call or any any goodbye with my wife, kids, family. I end it with I love you. Like talk, when I talk to my dad. All right, Dad, I love you. Love it's you It's really too, weird son. for me because yeah. you're like, yo, check out this new beat from RZA. Also love you. And I'm like, bro, bro, come on. I mean, I know, bro, but. Yo, Savage, man, I've been on a real Wu-Tang kick lately. And uh, I love you, dude. Yeah, that's it. Yo, this beat is fire. Yella is killing it. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's important. Though. Obi is pooping everywhere. It's disgusting. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that was a that was a that was definitely a surprise in this year that I didn't care for. Yeah, much. yeah. Uh, Obi quit eating crazy shit on our walks, man. Hey, man, these guys, man, they get in there and they just like they're dogs, man. They yeah. eat. I love them, you know. You know, if you know if you know me, you know how much I care about my pup. Yes, but uh, man, they just be putting their mouth on everything, man. And it looks like the thing is they stop and they sniff so intensely. Like Obi sniffs intensely. Like I'm like, oh man, a lot of dogs must have peed there. He's into it. And then all of a sudden I hear a crunching noise and it's like, everything goes in slow motion. I'm like, no, be no. Yeah. And I'm lunging for him and I'm reaching my hand into his throat, praying that I'm going to pull out whatever it was and praying that it ain't poop. And most of the time he's too damn quick. I can't get it. And luckily lately, the problem is he hasn't gotten sick, but he does. And when he does, and he's a hundred pounds, dude, it's no. massive nastiness going on. The problem is, you move quick to stop them and then that jolts them and they bounce or they're yeah. like moving, you know, so. Or he just shoot, oh, <laughs> swallows that shit hella quick. Like, oh, I, be I, I better swallow this down. He's going to yank it out. He knows the routine. Now, yeah, man, it's like, you little bastard. Well, he's not little. You big bastard, man. You big bastard. Quit eating shit. I, got, I say the same thing to him. Dude, we feed you. You have a bowl of kibble with meat, fresh meat chopped in it, just sitting at home. Sir, I'd like to say something. Yes. My little nephew, man, like, he sees me on the FaceTime, he'll go, ah! 
Oh, and, yeah? I'll, and I'll make the noise and then he'll do it back and that's yeah. how we communicate. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that. Anyway, uh, I, want, I want to do a, a little appreciation post. Yeah. Uh, not post, but appreciation real quick. Um, as as was uh, spoken uh, previously, my birthday was last week. Yes. And um, things are weird. We just talked about it for half an hour. Yes. Right? The yes, world we is did. weird. Yeah. And uh, um, as you get older, birthdays kind of just become a day. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I just want to say, man, that I am uh, surrounded by people who went out of their way to make me feel special. Mm uh in my life and in 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 in, in uh, just in general my life professional personal all that stuff you know i have people I have people that went out of their way and uh i just really appreciate it man because i'm the kind of person and you know this like if it's your birthday or if it's you know um i've gone out of my way to make special posts for people do things right. take them to dinner things. yeah yeah uh, that being said side note asterisk uh if i missed your birthday or didn't do my normal stuff the last six months i apologize I promise I'll make it up to you next year. There you go. Uh, you know, like, as as noted earlier, this year has been fucking crazy. Yes. Do uh, noted. But uh, just, you know, so many people that are important to me just went out of their way. And, and I had low expectations. And, sure. You know, people buying me lunch and gifts and doing stuff and making me, you know, feel special. And I appreciate every single one of you. So I uh, really do appreciate it. Uh, side note, this is not a birthday gift, but I did want to mention uh, my buddy Adam Freitas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, I know Adam. Uh, I was uh, I had a best friend a long time ago. His name was Kevin Drillard. Uh Lived with him, was friends with him for a long time. I, I mean, I guess... I guess if you lose touch with somebody, you're still friends. But like, sure. I don't know how you call that? Like, yeah, yeah, literally yeah. haven't talked to the guy in years. Right. Uh, I was the best man in his wedding. He was one of those guys that. Wow. Uh, okay. He was one of those guys that we knew uh, as soon as he got a little something, something. Yeah, we weren't yeah. gonna hear from him anymore. Right, right, you right. You know, he got yeah, yeah. he got shacked up and smacked up, then that was it, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Got a little taste of that. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's what happened. I yeah. think I've talked to him maybe five times. Right. A decade. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but we knew it was coming. We knew that was going to happen. So, uh, anyway, I met Adam through him. And uh, we had a lot of similarities. Uh, we both liked the Giants. We had a lot of 49ers. We, you know, uh, we, we'd partied before. Uh, so, I knew him a long time. And he was one of those guys that... Uh, he ended up moving to Texas and, mm. and having to having to get married and having a kid and all these things, and uh, we've kind of kept in touch. Just social media, nothing crazy, you know. Right, what I mean? right, right. Yeah. So he hits me up the other day, and uh, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna read from scripture, if you will. All right. And um, Leviticus one, Jackson five. <laughs> I'm going to read, if you will. He says. So I hadn't talked to him in over a month uh, since uh, the Giant Dodger series. He reached okay. out as a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, do you have a copy of this? Are you familiar with Shea Serrano? If not, send me your address. I'll buy you a copy. I don't read much these days, and I have not made time for your podcast, but I love that you do it. Maybe this can inspire some future material. Send me a link. And I was like, I haven't read it. I've seen his Twitter. And he goes, and I was going to be like, I'll check it out. Let me go. Let me see if I can go find it. Right, right, you don't right. need to buy me anything. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, me, yeah. Like, grown man. Like, I can get my own shit, bro. You know? Right, what I mean? yeah. But I will tell you this. Uh, that same uh, lovely young lady who tells me, you never know. Yeah. She's also inspired me to to 
like if I'm gonna do stuff for people, I need to let people do stuff for me. Right. Which is sure. hard for me. Yeah. Uh I was like, I haven't read it, I haven't seen his story. He goes, he's hilarious. My copy showed up a week ago. It's worth it just for the illustrations. Uh, I bought his digital book on the show Scrub, which I still need to read. He reminds me of Bill Simmons a little. Let me buy you a copy. Okay. I said, all right, here's my address. Thank you, sir. Right? Right. So he sends me this book called Hip Hop and Other Things. Oh, nice. A collection of questions asked and answered and illustrated. Uh, illustrated by a gentleman named Arturo Torres and a forward by Bun B. Nice. It's, uh, it's a pretty healthy hef- book, illustrated. Nice. About, for example, I'll just read. Let me read a little bit here. Uh, let's see. Where, we, where would you like to start, sir? <laughs> uh, you know what they say. It's always best to start from the beginning. Hmm. Well, like, let me just read the chapters. How do you talk about Missy Elliott's Superfly? Where'd those stray shots that left Jay-Z let off land? How about taxonomy advice from 50 Cent? <laughs> What's the second most impractical place Ludacris mentions having sex in during What's Your Fantasy? The second most impractical place. I like that. They don't want to know the first. They want to know the second. That's That right there, I'm that, probably going to have to read that book now. The second most impractical. Well, it wasn't a Burger King bathroom. We know that Humpty Hump's got that one locked down. Let me read to you, sir. Please. I'm going to read right. Yes. The first most impractical place that Ludacris mentions having sex in during What's Your Fantasy, a song where he runs through a list of possible places someone might fantasize about having sex in, is the 50-yard line of an NFL stadium. He says, I want to get you in a Georgia Dome on the 50-yard line where the Dirty Bird kicks for three. And let me tell you something about that line. That's right. It's literally the first line of the first verse of the song. And let me tell you one more thing. What's Your Fantasy was Ludacris' first ever official single. That means there was a conversation that happened at some point before Ludacris was a star where someone said something like, Ludacris, you're a very talented and very likable rapper. We think you can have a big successful career in the entertainment industry. We just have to be careful about how you're introduced to the American people. We want to cultivate the right, you the right kind of persona. <laughs> what are you thinking for your first step into the spotlight, to which Ludacris responded with something like, I want my first single to be about locations people might have imagined having sex in. And I want the first line on it to be about fucking in the middle of the field after a drive by the Atlanta Falcons is stalled out and they have to kick a field goal. And then that's what he did. Ludacris is awesome. (laughs) That's amazing. I got to read this book, man. That's right up my alley, man. So, I, uh, so uh, I did want to. I just I wanted. That. I wanted to take a little time out to tell Adam. Uh, I know you do. Like, as he said, he hasn't had made time for the podcast. He's a professional uh, a worker, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. And a baby girl, or not baby, little girl. So he's a very busy guy. But sure. I, re- I appreciate that. Uh, uh, just that blurb I read right there makes me want to read the whole damn book. Oh, dude, I want to read it. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm going to read it, and I'm going to pass it to you. We're and talk you and about I aren't readers. Let's just, I'm sure we've stated this before on the podcast. Not a big reader. I think you've mentioned you're not a big reader. Yeah, I, That's the kind of shit I read. Hey, I, I check out about halfway through some of your texts. Yeah. It's, just, it's too much, Bill. Yeah. Send me the cliff notes. Love you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cliff note. RZA, beat, fire, love you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I just want to say thank you, Adam. It was awesome, and and uh, uh, I appreciate you even thinking about me and reaching out and having the uh, having the uh, the generosity and the heart to be like, hey, let me get this for you. I really want to do this. 
very kind and i Hell appreciate yeah. that i do a lot i do a lot for people and i don't do it for the thanks right i do it because it's the nice thing to do or the right thing to do sometimes so it was nice to get a little bit of that back sometimes so and you've inspired us to read yeah which i'm gonna learn to read now boy i will give i will give my read on now i'm very i want to read that that was yeah. hilarious the, man. the problem with reading for me i think is the reason i don't like it is probably the reason that i didn't like working out yeah yeah you got told you had to do it right we grew up you gotta read this read this report on this read this book and tell it right right it was a chore yeah uh, yeah reading was a chore reading was never like 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 comic books was short so we liked it oh i read those yeah right but it was about something that we liked right right well that's the thing yeah if you can find something you're passionate about i'll read all day yeah. there was a lot of things that i read when i was a kid that i got forced to read that i liked like white fang yep that was a great book. Yeah, the uh, yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird, I remember Mockingbird. as a kid. Really loving that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But for the most part, it was, hey, read this about tax ex taxation and representation, and then uh, fill out these dittos. Yeah. Kids these days don't know what dittos are, by the way. Oh, hell no, they don't know what dittos are. They're all in their, uh, they get, they get uh, what do they got? The iPads now, man. They're getting tablets in classrooms. Like. I, I dropped dittos at work about a month ago. I was like, oh, more dittos for us to do. Yeah. And this lady looked at me and she goes, I don't think I've heard dittos in about 20 years. Well done. <laughs> I said, that's what I do, my lady. I had mentioned something to Amber. We were talking about teachers and talking about school and teachers. And I was like, God damn, you know. I go, yeah, here we go, dropping more money. The government's dropping more money on this and more money on that. And our teachers don't have have enough money for chalk and pencils and paper. And Amber looked at me and went, you know they're using tablets now, right? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. So maybe they're doing better than I thought. I don't even got a tablet. So, all right, maybe the schools have stepped up a notch. But I'm going like, because I can remember when they used to, when my kids were little, they'd get like a list. Like, hey, your kids need to have this many pencils, this many pens, this many folders, this much paper. The paper has to be lined and it has to be in the margins and they need a calculator. They need this. And it, it, it was like that when we were young, but then the list just kept growing and growing what they needed to have. Because when I was a kid, I can remember teachers supplied pencils, teachers supplied paper. Well, it got to a point where they couldn't, schools couldn't do that anymore. So here I am bitching like, yeah, these teachers ain't paid enough. And they, these kids don't have anything. And she's like, yeah, everyone in Kate's class has a tablet. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I guess things have gotten better then. There is some, <laughs> there's a silver lining to the dark cloud. Apparently I was way off base. I go, well, I'm going to shut up then. I'll, I'll teachers are fine. Everyone has a Chromebook. Yeah. Like everyone has a laptop. Yeah. We literally, this is how old we are. We literally... Got sent to the library for lab time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. We had to do some, right, it was like, almost like intro to computers. Yeah. We had to do some bullshit-ass program. Yeah. And then if you were good, you got to play Oregon Trail for 20 minutes. Absolutely, on the Apple IIe. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. Now, that was the first time I ever had video game rage, right? I'm moving, I'm rocking and rolling, things are going well. Yes. Fuck, dysentery. Oh, right? man. Or my wagon wheel broke. Yeah. Well, shit. I'm stuck in the snow and now I've got to eat my uncle. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> Do you want to kill the squirrel or die from the freeze? Yeah. The, the squirrel. Squirrel's a dead motherfucker. Yeah, That's gone. It. Yeah, yeah. He gone. He gone. Yeah, dude, I remember that. Dude, you were a pimp. It wasn't about tablets and cell phones when we were kids. 
Yo, you got that new TI-36X, that Texas Instruments calculator, the one that runs off the fucking sun, and if and it, and it does percentages and long division, like, that was it, man, like, oh, man, I got the TI-36, oh, yo, I got the TI-36X12, baby, you know, what you know about that, what you got, it's got its own little case that it slides in and out of, and look, when I write boobies on it and hold it upside down, mm-hmm. it's purple. <laughs> you know, like that, like I'd be so jealous. You got the dope ass. I got the little three dollar calculator from Walmart that just like literally like it, it would be solar, and you'd be like, oh please, please work. You'd be holding it the light. Like come on, I need this. Not now, not now. Don't fail me now. Like yeah, man, it's a different it. it the span of what's changed in technology wise. When you really think about it, when people were like, man, I thought in the future that we'd have like flying cars and all this shit. But like you think about. Just from the span, you and I graduated in 93. So from 1993 to now, the differences in technology and where we are is insane, dude. When you think about kids are using tablets now, they don't even need computers anymore. There isn't a computer class because every class is utilizing computer technology or the fact that, you know, we're having meetings on our cell phones. Like you no longer have to sit in a boardroom in your office. We can all just talk to each other and see each other. Do you remember in movies in the future? When you could see the other person you were talking to on the phone. Like, I remember uh, it's Demolition Man with uh, Sly Stallone. Uh, yeah, they had sex on a VR. Yeah, virtual then, reality, which is, that's a thing. And. That's a thing. They went to a fancy dinner at Taco Bell. Yes, because every restaurant was Taco Bell. But there is a scene where he comes in and he pushes a button on a screen. Or no, he gets a call and he answers it. And it's a girl, like just out the shower and she's naked like with a towel wrapped around her and she goes oh sorry wrong number click and and i remember thinking that's crazy technology he could see the person he was talking to we're there man and what's funny about demolition man is i think demolition man was supposed to take place in like the year 1999 or 2000 i don't know but yeah the things that they they thought were crazy in movies that we never thought we'd see were there man like so yeah we have kind of moved into that futuristic state electric cars you know like are everywhere now you got people that own businesses that are launching rockets and flying to the moon now millionaires that are just not happy with being millionaires on earth they want to go to mars you know what i'm saying like so yeah we're, we're there when you think about the cell phone and everything that the cell phone does what the cell phone killed like you don't need an alarm clock anymore you don't need a gps anymore you uh you've got your email and everything you've got all the information you need right in the palm of your hand dude and like it's insane man like that if you'd have told me when we were graduating when i graduated in 93 you graduated in 94 right yeah yes i'm a little younger. yeah you are a bit younger uh that that we would be having these things that we couldn't live without like insane i fought the cell phone i always tell people i felt like i was the last man on earth to get a smartphone i was still doing that flip takes you 20 minutes to send a text because you got to you're trying to you know punch the numbers just right and switch from numbers to letters and capitals and lowers and i fought that and fought that and fought that until about i got my first smartphone nine years ago and i felt like at that point i think it was an iphone 4 i started with i felt like i was the last guy on earth people be like what the fuck where's your smartphone like they looked at me like i was a dinosaur like i was insane out of my mind and now I'm one of those people where I'm like, how did I ever, how did, how did I live without this? Like, I can't imagine my life without a cell phone. It's insane. A smartphone. 
I, I've, I've always been a smartphone guy. I've been like a technology guy. Yes. Right. Also, don't kick my PS5. Thank you. Uh, oh, is it down? Oh, no, I'm just down kidding. There. I was just yeah. a technology guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But uh, you never know when I kicked my leg out. I, I killed yeah, I've an seen episode worse. once. I've seen worse. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I had that feeling when I finally forked out the money for Spotify Premium. Yes. And I was like, ugh, how did I ever live? Yeah. How did I ever live with basic free ads and not getting to choose what I wanted to listen to and had to I was I was at liberty of whatever Spotify said I wanted to listen to. You were the one to convince me to do it. You talked me. I was I that's another thing. I was the la I was still listening and buying CDs when you and I first started this podcast. So there's a leap. So in four years I was still buying CDs and I, I had a cell phone with as much data as you could get. And I was downloading the CDs to the computer and then downloading the music to my iTunes. But I was like, I want that physical copy. I want to have that physical copy. And then I'll download it on the computer. It'll be in the hard drive of the computer and then put it onto the phone. And then the CD just goes away somewhere. They're still in my closet, gathering dust in a big old wallet. But you were like, dude, man, I can listen to whatever I want. The shit drops at like... If it's supposed to drop on the 13th, it drops at the mid at midnight on the West Coast. You get it like that. So you'd be like, I'm listening to that new album right now. And I'd be like, ah, fuck, I got to go to the store and hope that they actually made a physical copy that you can buy. And it's if am I near Dimple Records and all the record stores are closing, you know, and I'm just like, fuck. So finally, I'm like, yeah, all right. The old man's going to give in and, and go Spotify. But that just right there, dude, that. Since we recorded this podcast, I jumped on Spotify just in the last four years. Yeah, and I pay like 15-something a month for me, my stepdaughter, my wife, and my son. So it's no wonder that these artists ain't making no money. I can get all the music I want, and so can my entire family for $15 a month. That's like highway robbery, dude. Like, insane. But yeah, we literally went to Dimple when you went to get your tattoo. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at CDs going, ah can't pull the trigger on this 14 bucks right now that's one month of all the music i want you know like at spotify like but i was i fought that and fought that for so long i'm like i'm a physical copy guy and now the beauty of that is i get that pleasure back with vinyl and i don't think vinyl's going anywhere like it's not gonna because it's more of a collector it's a niche thing it's not like the cd you know what i mean like it, we went back in time to the vinyl like i don't i don't foresee an era ever going where like Yo, man, I'm collecting CDs again. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I, d I agree. Yeah. Uh, as as I told you, I've uh, I, one of the things that came out of uh, me helping cleaning out some stuff with, with my, my parents' house is I was able to grab a couple of my dad's records. Right. Uh, I'm at right behind me is a, an original Jimi Hendrix. Are you experienced LP? That out. That's like a greatest hits album, dude. The songs on there say that's got Foxy Lady. That's got uh, Purple Haze. Purple Haze. Cro I think Crosstown Traffic's on there. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. It's a, that's an, a phenomenal album. And there's several more where that came from. Yes, the whole album's it's bangers front to back. Like I don't know if they use that term. That no, I know they didn't use that term. Jimmy was yeah, like, check it. Hey man, yeah. <laughs> the Purple Haze banger. Yeah. Listen, man, we got to make this album front to back. Nothing but bangers, baby. Nothing but... That's not how Jimi Hendrix talked. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know who that was. Like, Yeah, that's more like uh, Hank Hill or something. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Front to back, nothing but bangers on this Jimi Hendrix album. But yeah, man. 
Oh, God damn it, Jimmy. This thing's got to have some bangers. Yeah. <laughs> What's the old line in uh, White Men Can't Jump? You, you, you listen to Jimmy, but you don't hear Jimmy. That's what Wesley Snipes is telling Woody Harrelson. Man, you, you just listen, but you don't hear him. And Woody's like, man, his whole rhythm section is white. What do you mean I don't hear him? But yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy to think about the changes that have happened. Like what we're talking about just in the last four years, like the advancements in technology and the changes and, you know, eventually you will give in. Like you're never going to like, like movies now. Like I haven't, I was also a physical copy, like Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Like I was at one point saving money to get a 4K TV because I wanted a 4K player. And now I'm streaming everything. Like I don't remember the last time I bought a Blu-ray. But up until probably two years ago, I think the one of the last Blu-rays I bought was one of the Marvel movies. Like, I would go to like the Red Box when they would get be done renting them out, then they'd sell them, and I'd pay like seven ninety nine for the Blu-ray. Like, literally buying Blu-ray still. I haven't done that in forever either. So, and I always considered myself a physical copy guy. Like, I want that in my hand. I don't want to have to go look for it or be at the what, what do you call that at the will of someone else like oh oh they pulled it off netflix or oh amazon prime's not streaming it anymore i didn't never want to be stuck in that boat like i want to but, but fuck you know there's been times where i'm like i really feel like watching that movie and i'm going through my booklet of hundreds and thousands of blu-rays and i can't fucking find it because there's no rhyme or i don't have it in alphabetical order or anything like that so i finally end up going fuck all right it's 2.99 on here play purchase go like because it's it's convenient it's just convenient convenience will always eventually is gonna win like and i'm stubborn as fuck got an, and I, it got to me you know i'm now on spotify i now stream everything i've got hbo max i've got disney plus i've got hulu uh we uh we have apple tv now god only knows what's next i mean they just keep coming out with stuff and they, yeah. they come out with material that you can't live without on these things. So, yeah, man, we're living in the future, baby. Speaking of sort of kind of a segue. Yeah. With with new things that are constantly coming. Yes. Sometimes things go away. Yes. Do you mind if you give me a little leeway, sir? No, not at all. Go for it. Gone at third, Scooter Owen second, Sandoval at first, the pitch. There's a swing, a long high fly ball deep to left field, and upper deck! Goodbye! A grand slam for Buster Posey! The Giants have scored six in the fifth inning in this elimination game. Full count, another 3 2 This week. Yes. After 12 seasons, right. Gerald Posey, a.k.a. Buster Posey, right. announced he was going to retire. Yes. After hitting 300 this year and having his best career, his year, best year in almost five years. Right. Buster Posey is stepping away as uh, a three-time World Series champion, 2010 NL Rookie of the Year, 2012 NL MVP, Right. A seven-time All-Star. Right. A four-time NL Silver Slug Slugger Award winner. Mm. 2016 Golden Glove winner. And he caught three no-hitters, including a perfect game. Damn. 
Nice. Buster Posey was a great giant. As you sit in this giant's cave. Yes. Uh, the shrine, if you will. Buster Posey was one of the most perfect giants in my life. Yeah. He is one of those guys that, for me, played the game the right way. Mm. I literally cannot ever remember Buster Posey even getting mad. Yeah. He was respectful. He respected the game. He respected his opponents. Just like, if I was going to say I want my kid to emulate somebody from baseball, it's Buster Posey. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the kind of guy he was. Right? Yeah. Like, he's the kind of guy that I don't even know that I would like to hang out with him because he's... I don't know if I can I, I can get him to have a good time. Yeah. Like he's just so it's flat effect, <laughs> yeah. affect. Yeah. But just an absolute like I watched him in college. He was he was probably one of the last guys I was uber excited that the Giants drafted. Uh-huh. Like cuz I watched him in college at Florida State and he was supposed to be the first pick in the draft, but the Devil Rays didn't take him because he was going to be too expensive. Mm. He had high contract demands. Right. So he slid to five. The Giants signed him. Right. And obviously the rest is history. Look at the yeah. last 12 years. Yeah. And uh, he's he's retiring with um, a career average of 302, mm. 158 homers, 729 RBIs, and an OPS of 831 on mm. top of all those career accomplishments I just said. Damn. There's no doubt in my mind Buster Posey's headed to the Hall of Fame in five years. Right. Um, just because he played the hardest position in baseball, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Giants fans, I know you appreciate what he brought and who he was. And, and just uh, you think back on the last 12 years of, of baseball and Giants baseball, how big of a person he was for that. And uh, uh, if you're a Giants fan, you know this uh, You know this term or this hashtag. It's called Forever Giant. The Giants yeah. do a real good job of honoring the people that have been amazing giants throughout the years and uh, mm. buster posey is uh probably one of the best so i just wanted to take a second to acknowledge it yeah because buster posey was such a badass for uh for the giants and for baseball in general he's a great ambassador for the game yeah. like when you think about people who uh represent your game you want guys like buster posey you want guys like clayton kershaw right good guys right of course you love the flair you love the guys that do all that sure. stuff. but when you're talking about true ambassadors of the game yeah, yeah. these are the guys you want class act class fucking act yeah. right it was buster posey so i just wanted to make make mention of that because uh obviously uh for me it was important and uh i wanted to acknowledge it and i know that several people that listen to the show are giants fans you know and Mad Cyclone, Sweet T, the Mariposa, the Mauler, right? Uh, OU Nasty is a Cardinals fan, but I know that he appreciates how good Buster Posey is because he's a huge baseball guy. He's a Cardinal guy, right? And think about this. The last 10, 15 years, we've had two of the greatest catchers in the history of baseball with Yadier Molina and Buster Posey. Mm -hmm. Just like legends, legends uh, of catching. Like, if there was no Yadier Molina, Buster Posey would probably be one of the best catchers of all time. Right. But Yadier Molina is so good, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that yeah. he challenges him. Yeah, so yeah. That's the only reason he doesn't have his more gold gloves, because Yadier kept winning him, because he's nasty. Yeah, yeah. So that, I can remember, uh, only time I ever saw him play, uh, it was right, right after they moved to uh, the new Pac Bell Park, or whatever they're calling it now, the new stadium. Giants moved into the new stadium. AT&T Park, Pac Bell 
SBC. I think that's the only three. Okay, when I went, it was Pac Bell, and I hadn't seen their new stadium yet. And my my brother in law and his uh, mom and dad are are Giants fans. He he's a Yankees fan first and foremost, but he also roots for the Giants here locally. Um, they're like, have you seen the new stadium yet? It's beautiful. I said, I haven't. They said, we should go to a game. I said, all right, yeah, get tickets. My boys are Giants fans. They'll love that. Let's go. And this is, you know, so we get there, right? I got Max and Will, my boys. They're much littler at this time. Obviously, they're both young. We get there. We we park. We give up the tickets. We walk in. We're staring, just checking out the new stadium, looking at everything, pointing, excited. Get down to our seats. Get settled in. You know, climb over people, you know. Sit, game's going for an inning or two in. My boys are like, I'm, I want to eat. I'm hungry. I go, can we just wait seventh inning stretch? Like, we'll maybe go get something to eat. Can we just, this is a good game. It's a close game. I forget who they were playing. Oh, man, we're starving right now. All right, come on. Drag them up. I'm waiting in line to get them chicken strips and fries. More than likely, that's usually what they got. And all of a sudden, I just heard Pac Bell Park erupt. They're going nuts. Posey. Knocks one out of the park, man. Like, knocked one out of the park. I was like, God damn it, man. You know, like, shit. I could That's what I've been waiting for. Like, like, all right, man. So then we said that was a good game. Giants won. That was the only home run of the game. And I was just like, man, boys. Better been some good chicken strips. Yeah, you've got to. Kids got to eat. I get it. And I just, you just know at that moment, like, all right, come on. And I, and you just hear Packville Park just go bananas. And I look up, you know, they got the little TV screens everywhere. And I'm like, motherfucker, man. We you know it, man. And we had good seats, too. My brother-in-law and his family got good seats. So, yeah, man, that's my Buster Posey. The one and only time I ever saw him play, he smacked a home run while I was waiting in line for chicken strips. So that's it. <laughs> uh, and that clip that I played when I opened it was his grand slam in the NLS uh, DS against the Reds in 2012 uh, off of Matt Latos, who I fucking hated. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember I had ditched work. Uh-huh. Came home early because it was the playoffs, you know, so like some of the games started like 12 or, yeah, two yeah, or yeah. whatever. Sure. So I ditched work, cut out, came home, got my lunch and, uh, you know, put my little giant stuff on the coffee table. And it was just me and the TV and uh, the Giants. It was 0-0 into like the sixth or seventh inning. And uh, the Giants had squeezed out a couple runs and they had the bases loaded. And then Posey hit that grand slam, and I, it's probably one of the last times I remember, like, literally losing my shit. Like, mm. I was fucking fired up. I yeah. was yelling and screaming, and right at that point, I probably had a cat that I scared the shit out, <laughs> out of. R.I.P. R.I.P. Aflac. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, just uh, I wanted to uh, close out the show by saying, uh, you know, acknowledging what Buster Posey was and to the Giants, to me, to, to, to the baseball and what a great career and and having the ability to retire. Like you just had an amazing year. How old is he? Maybe uh, that's a great question. That's making me feel really old that he's retiring because I feel it feels like not that long ago that he was the new guy in the game, like the new stud coming up that everybody was watching. Like, like I was just like. When I heard 34 right now, 34. So he's going out like he's going out on top and going out young for baseball. That's guys play baseball into their 40s. Like, and and if you're good, I think it has a combination of uh, you know, he has accomplished a lot. Yeah, you know, he's got a legacy. Yeah, and I mean, if you're gonna go out, it's go out on a 107 win team. 
that yeah. wasn't supposed to do anything where you had one of your best years that you've had in a long time. Yeah, going out at the top of your game's not and, a bad uh, thing. Don't wait till you're in the gutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. And I and and as much as I love seeing Buster Posey to be my last memory of him being this year, right? Yeah. Like, what's my last memory of Jerry Rice? Playing for the Raiders. Bouncing around from the Raiders, yeah, then yeah, trying out yeah. with the Seahawks, then ending up on the Broncos for a fucking week. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they don't want to let go. Right. And, and you know, he was a catcher, so I'm sure his – I know the pain uh, in his body. I remember watching that game. I was watching the game on TV when he – was it he broke his knee? It's, his, his, his ankle got yes. – when, when Scott Cousins slid into oh him and took God. out his ankle. That was nasty, man. I was watching It that changed game. the rule because of him. Yeah, that was crazy, dude. That just looked – when they showed it in slow-mo and you could see it bending and he, the dude hitting into him and you watched it bend and it's like, ah, God damn, man. I cringe just now thinking about it, dude. Like – that was a nasty one, man. Nasty. 2011, Scott Cousins. Yeah. He was get that guy, that poor guy, dude. Like he was just playing the game. Like I don't think he was trying to hurt him. And even if no. he was, like he was getting death threats and shit. He was yeah, from yeah. The, he's from the Bay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <clears throat> so Crazy. anyway, uh happy fourth season. Season four, year four. We're here. Yeah, exciting. We're going nowhere. No, we're not. Um because we like the way we do that right. Her. Uh, I'm. I got some reading to do. Yes, you Thank do. Thank you, Adam Freitas. Yeah, man. I uh, I love that book. Looks great. What's the name of it? Hip hop. It's and called Hip Hop and Other Things. Yeah, that was funny, man. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, Ludacris is awesome. Yes, <laughs> yes. What's your fantasy? Yeah, uh, I love that track. So uh, anyway. Uh, Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the uh, last four years. If you've been here the whole journey, yes, appreciate you. Definitely. If you're new or not the whole four years, we're glad you're here. And uh, binge to, that shit. Catch up. And to the new people that are that are coming on board, we love you. Yes, we Welcome. appreciate you as well. Drop yeah. drop some comments on the socials. We'll send some shout outs. Welcome to the party, y'all. Savage will give you a nickname. Yes, he gives he everyone a nickname. Yes, he does. Absolutely. I get my dog's got four nicknames. <laughs> it's true. Hey, mine does. The too, merciless yeah. one. Yes. The mayor of Mirasol. I put a picture up on a, on the old Snapchat, and my son just replied. All he replied was Mayor Mirasol. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> big Merce. Yeah, big Merce. Yep. Uh, so, uh, all right, man. Bill, do us the classic favor and get us the heck up on out of here. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Thank y'all. Peace.